If you like children's books, oh, I've got the guest for you this morning, Robin McCullough, an author from Willington, who has written a series called Nana and the Maddox Adventure Series. The first in the series was called Journey of the Wee Shell. Part two is Beauty in the Broken Shells, which just came out two months ago in April. Robin, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. For starters, tell me about this parent trilogy, Nana and the Maddox Adventure Series. Where did you get the idea from doing that? Well, the idea came along when little Maddox was born. Um, you know, we we do a lot of things together um, when he's with me, and we play a lot, and we, um, you know, we make adventures. And I don't know, it just started to roll. Um, the second story is taking place at the um, my favorite beach it's called Stump Pass, where they really have these wishing trees where people do leave their shell, and they do pick up the broken ones because those are the ones that hang. Um, but the story kind of tells of why would anyone want a broken shell until he sees and he has to learn patience and trust, and he sees the trees in, with all the shells, and he sees the beauty at, you know, throughout the story. So that's where it all started, down at um, Stump Pass. I could set my chair up there on the beach, and you just let your mind go. You talked about Maddox being with you. We need to know, is Maddox a book character, or is Maddox a real person? Maddox is a real person. He's my little grandson. So in other words, in the Nana and Maddox adventure series, you're the Nana part of that, right? That's right. All right, so uh, give a quick little summary first off on what part one, Journey of the Wee Shell, was about, and then we'll evolve into what part two is about. Okay, the, the Wee Shell was really the um, story of the little shells that are on the beach that people just walk by. They don't pick them up. Um, they want the bigger shells because it fills up their bucket faster. So um, Nana and Maddox are walking on the beach, and, you know, he's just a little guy, so um, he spots um, the little shell. But before he spots him, the little shell got thrown out into the ocean and gets saved by a um, sea turtle who brings him to shore. And then Maddox comes along and says that he's the perfect shell for him because he fits right in his hand, and um, Nana lets him bring him home. And he sets him up right on his nightstand when he goes to bed that night. And the little shell finally gets a home. And Robin, if I can extrapolate here, it sounds like part two, beauty in the broken shells, is that not all shells on the beach are fully intact. Sometimes there's a shell that's been broken by one force or another. And your point with this book is saying that even when something's broken, it can still be beautiful. Correct. Yep. Because people, most on most of the beaches, you know, they'll just walk by the broken ones. Um, they're not going to take those home. But when you pick them up and then you go and you see these trees covered with shells, there is beauty in and in any, in anything that you pick up at the beach, if you really give it um, a little time. Robin, what reaction have you gotten from this book? It's been out for two months. This book is doing very, very well. And I think it's because it's more of the of Nana and Maddox and not just the shells. And, you know, people that know us know that we are the characters in the book. 
Um, I've been fortunate enough to have it. Um, it's now available at the Hoot. They just purchased um, the We Shell again, and they purchased copies of the Beauty and the Broken Shell. So you can go right down to the Hoot and get your copy there and see all the other nice gifts they have down there as well. What was the reaction to the first book? Did, did you get, like, national or maybe even international feedback from that? No, that would be great. <laughs> our next our next um, tier, I would say, is we're, we're going to start hitting the streets and um, seeing where we can take it up or not, you know, not. Uh, I think it's great if it's local. Um, it's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, but um, I'd like to get it out people i've i've actually had a couple down at um in the eastford library i brought them one and the we shell has was there and it's actually been checked out six times robin the success of any children's book has got to be the illustration and you've got some very nice illustrations i'm looking at one right here of nana and maddox at the seashore and maddox is holding up a shell for nana which of course is you the illustrations done by steve worthington tell me about steve and how you first made contact with him and what the value or what the addition is that he gives to the book i think that steve makes the book come alive I mean, you know, you can envision your words and what it's going to look like, but then when you talk with him and tell him what you think it should look like, and then he brings it to life, I mean, he's amazing. Um, he's been, you know, doing, he's actually pretty well known. He's done production in, in TV as well, um, but he he wants to hear from you as to what your vision of your book is. And then if you're, you know, Nana sometimes looked a little older than I think she should, but he goes, all right, we'll make her look a little better. <laughs> you know, things like that. He's, he listens to what you want, and he, he's amazing. Now, how does it work when you're writing a book when it comes to the author and the illustrator? Is the illustrator essentially reacting to or drawing pictures of things that you have already written? Or is it kind of a collaborative effort where maybe he says, look, I can do this with an illustration, so you might want to direct some of your book text in that direction? Well, actually, the, the story is written first. And then Steve gets a copy of it. And then he wants you to tell him about how you envision it to look. Um at first, there were a few other illustrators that we did, the color and their tones were different, and I wanted it to be more on a pastel, and that's where Steve came in. And he, um, you know, he pencils it for you at first, and then you can say, well, you know, maybe that should be a little different, or I want Maddox make sure he has blue eyes, and, um, and then when he actually colors it and it comes to life, it's amazing. It's a great feeling. Author Jane Collin wrote, The Journey of the Wee Shell is a delightful story which will capture the imagination of all who read it, a read-aloud treasure to be cherished with a special young listener. And, of course, The Journey of the Wee Shell was the first book in, apparently it was going to be a trilogy. What's your plan for number three down the road? <laughs> down the road, well, I've got a few ideas. Um, Maybe a day on the farm, because we did have a great adventure at um, his cousin's farm, and she's like a year older than he is, but she sure could show him around, and she knew that farm. So I thought that might be a cute story with the two of them on the farm. Um, 
we we planted a garden. We thought maybe a garden or camping trip. Um, we might come in off the beach the next time and do something different. So how do you keep the shell theory then if you're not at the beach? Well, we won't. We'll have to change and go. Um, we're going to come into the, you know, take another adventure. And you had said earlier that the Beauty and the Broken Shells takes place on your favorite beach. I think you said Stump or Stump's Landing. Is that a real place or is that a place you made up? Oh, no, I didn't make it up. It's a real beach. Where is it? Can you share with us? It's in Inglewood, Florida. What makes it so special? It's the, uh, well, first of all, it has a lot of, um, there's, you don't see the parking lot once you get there. There's no cars. There's no restaurants. It's just beach. And trees are, trees are growing in, uh, up out of the water. I mean, it's just a special, special beach. I've been to Englewood, Florida, and I don't remember seeing that beach. It's on the Gulf Coast, isn't it? Yep, on the West Coast, yep. Yeah, it was 50 years ago. That's why I had to check out that. Now, you will be having a book signing coming up in the Buckland Hills Mall on Sunday. Tell me about that. Okay, so that will be Sunday at 2, and that is in conjunction with the um, Summer Literacy Community Read Series um, with the Lutz Children's Museum and Barnes & Noble. So the Lutz purchases the books, and... They purchased, um, they have a grant, so they purchased the first 25 books, and they're actually buying the series, and the first 25 children that show up for the reading will actually get the books for free. You know, they're trying to generate reading for the summer for the children. So they'll get um, their book signed, and they'll hear the story. Um, Maddox is going to make an appearance and sign as, as long as he can... Um, hold his attention for that, and we're going to bring some broken shells, and they can place them on a wishing tree. How old is the real-life Maddox? He's three. Oh, my. So I would guess that you sit down and read these books to him. When you read the books to Maddox, do you gauge his response that might have an impact on what you write in the future? Yes. His first response with the We Shall was, when I mentioned his name and, you know, Nana, he goes, is that you and I, Nana? And I said, yes, it is. And he was like, oh. Do you have memories like that when you were three years old? Were there maybe, uh, maybe a book or two or something that your parents read to you that had an impact on you down the road? Probably not that young. There were six of us in our family. <laughs> so, but... Later years, I was always an animal lover, so there would be books like, you know, Black Beauty. I love horses and um, and the farms back then, too. Uh, so it would have been later my own readings. Um, I don't remember what books my mother read. I know she did read to us, but um, I'm hoping that because these books are written for him, that he will remember these times. What message would you have for parents today about reading to their kids? Oh, do it. And if you can't do it, get the nanas and the grannies and the grandpas to do it because the children, they love it. They love that one-on-one -on -one time on your lap. And you know that doesn't last long, so take advantage of it. Well, the trilogy that Robin McCullough has written is the 
Journey of the Wee Shell and now Beauty and the Broken Shells that's coming out. And it's available at the Hoot. It's available at the usual stops as well, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And there will be a book signing on Sunday at the shops at Buckland Hill in conjunction with the Lutz Children's Summer Literacy Series. Every seashell longs to be a treasure as we shell, by the way, it's radio, so I'll tell you, it's W-E-E, shell, sees the bigger shells on the beach picked as treasures. He wonders if it'll ever be his turn. After a journey through the ocean with the help of a new friend, will we shell finally be chosen as someone's treasure? And now part two, the beauty in the broken shells. And you can also find out more about this by logging on to Robin's website, which is Robin with a Y, R-O-B-Y-N, RobinMcCullough.com. Robin, I wish you well with the book and looking forward to number three down the road. Okay, well, thank you very much, Wayne. And just a shout out to Maddox.